It's giveaway time! Depending on when you are tuning into this episode depends on whether or not you will be able to participate in our second giveaway with Malabella Jewels. Due to popular demand, the exclusive journal deck or JD Mala necklace will be coming back as a solo purchase, meaning that you can buy it on its own. If you didn't know, during our pre-order campaign this summer, we had the JD Mala available in a bundle with the journal deck, and you guys seriously loved this necklace that we designed. Now, while the bundle will never come back at that price, we are celebrating the re-release of our Mala by giving one away. The giveaway will be announced and start on Wednesday, October 11th, 2017, and the winner will be announced on the following Monday, on Monday, October 16th. Again, the giveaway starts on Wednesday, October 11th, and the winner is announced on Monday, October 16th. You can head to thejournaldeck.com forward slash giveaway two, that's the number two, for details on how to enter. That's thejournaldeck.com slash giveaway two. Good luck. Now, on to the show. Hey, JD Tribe, and welcome to another episode of the Self-Care Spotlight, brought to you by the Journal Deck, a 52-card deck where journal prompts meet oracle cards to bridge inspiration with action to help you live your best life full of self-care and personal growth, which is now available to shop at thejournaldeck.com forward slash shop. I am your host and founder, Alyssa Cousins, and today we have Michelle Birchfield, Michelle is the CEO and co-founder of Bloom Honeywater, which is based right here in my hometown of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and it's a proud women-owned company. With that, I welcome Michelle to the podcast. Thanks, Alyssa. It's a pleasure to be with you. We're really excited to uh, share some of our uh, fact, fun facts and history of the development of Bloom, which has now been in this our mutual hometowns of Pittsburgh for the last 15 months. Okay, so it's been around for 15 months then. All right, so it's pretty new. Yes, we're very new. Um, in the scheme of consumer product goods, we are we are basically in, you know, toddler phase at this point with our with our whole lives ahead of us and right it's looking very exciting for for the bloom honey waters at this point yes so guys um rough uh, context here i know michelle because as some of you know who've been listening to the podcast i run yoga retreats in pittsburgh and we go to this area called ohio pal it's a state park here in pennsylvania and i do these yoga meditation women's retreats and i always look for really amazing sponsors to bring wellness to like the highest quality degree to the ladies who are coming on this retreat and really trying to practice self-care for an entire long weekend all together. So I heard about this company, Bloom Honey Water, and that's Bloom, B-L-U-M-E, Honey Water. And I was like, well, that's really amazing. They're from Pittsburgh. Like I know exactly where they're located. And I figured out it was owned by a woman and I just thought wow this is so wonderful like I think that would be amazing they'd be an awesome sponsor I think everyone would love them I've had their water before and it's really yummy other people I know have had the water and they think it's really yummy so I did what I always do and I'm just like why not so I reached out 
And I, I don't know, I went on your website and found contact or I don't know, I just did something like that and simple and sent off an email and it came back to me. And you responded, Michelle, and we're like, yeah, of course, we would love to donate. And I met up with one of your ambassadors right at your headquarters, and my trunk was full of Bloom Honey Water, and you guys were amazingly generous. So thank you again. (laughs) Oh, it was our pleasure. Our pleasure. Yes. And everyone, I mean, we drank like almost all the water, and some of the ladies took some home to have for after the retreat was over. And I had some remnants remaining for, for I took home with me. And my boyfriend was like getting so spoiled and was like having a honey water. And like, I'm like, this, this, you can't have one of these every day. They're going to be all gone. Like we only have a few. And he seriously is obsessed with your water. He was like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> I love to hear that. I love to hear it. Anyone that has a great palate, health conscious um, is going to love our waters. Yes. So that's good to hear. Yeah. So that's how I that's how I know Michelle. That's why I thought that she'd make a great fit for the self care spotlight because this is really in the wellness industry of, of of honey and all of that. We know that honey has these benefits. So Michelle, I would love if you would give our listeners um, some background, a behind the scenes, like why honey. How did this come to be? What's your background? How did you get to this position of creating this bloom honey water? Well, great question. And and so the, the fun story, the journey really began, let's say before any before you and I were even around. So honey and water have been combined since the first Olympiad for honey for hydration and energy. And part of that is, you know, honey is the oldest sugar and it really is an unsugar. So from a from a health perspective, with all of us, you know, looking at our sugars, how much we're taking in, one of the most amazing things about honey sugars is the way that they react in our bodies. So I'll do a quick little synopsis of honey um, and why the first Olympiads used it was because it was such a beautiful honey uh, energy source. Because yes, it's made of glucose and fructose. But it's the other components of honey that make our bodies process it differently. So it's this spikeless energy source. We get a slight uptick from the glucose, then the fructose provides this just steady stream of energy. Unlike other sugars, honey sugars, when not used, are stored as glycogen, as an energy reserve in our liver, whereas other sugars are just stored as fat when we don't Mm. use them. So it's a really... Honey is just this amazing choice for an energy source, for satisfying that that little sweet tooth many of us have. So honey water, the idea that came to me from a coach at a local school who was feeding his wrestlers honey and water when they were cutting weight. So many that are familiar with wrestlers cutting weight know that they're brutal to their bodies, they're listless, they don't have energy. And he was really trying to provide them with a really natural, good for them source of energy when they were going through this process from a competitive standpoint. It so happened that my one son was at that school as well. And um, this coach knew that I had spent my first 20 some years in the beverage business um, only on the craft beer side of the world. I was oh. one of the original um, sales team members um, with Jim Cook at Sam Adams as they built the brand in the late 80s. No way! Um, yes, yes. And then I spent I spent almost 15 years at Boston Beer Company building that brand. 
And then I left to start my own consulting company and worked with products such as Fiji Water, Sierra Nevada, New Belgium, Firestone Walker, um, Yard, Penn Pilsner, you know, the list goes on. I just had an amazing, had just an amazing career um, on the craft beer and beverage, uh, craft distillers and wine side of the business when when this coach and I started talking and I had already always been a honey person to begin with and this just intrigued me and um, I just fell in love with the idea and then the history of the first Olympiad you know however what I really really knew was that this you know honey and water needed more depth it needed more character needed like you know not only could we explore all these different honeys in the United States and around the world um, Carl and I ended up exploring almost six, tasting almost 600 honeys in our exploration of our. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. But we really wanted to go. So I mentioned Carla. So Carla was my high school um, and college friend who is a beautiful brander. Um, she spent her first 30 years as a creative director in publishing. And so I knew that she could put the visuals to a brand if we were going to create this. So long story short, we spent two and a half years tasting honeys from all over the world, experimenting with different fruits and spices and herbs. And we ended up, um, we have about nine recipes. Um, however, we launched with the first three, which are the bloom uh, vanilla citrus, wild blueberry and ginger zest. Mm -hmm. um, so all three just have really different, unique uh, flavors to them. Right. Okay. So ironically enough, you were in the beer industry yes. and then there's wrestling in this story. <laughs> It's so like multidimensional. I love it. There's like so many pieces to this puzzle. Um, and then yes. you tried 600. That's that's crazy. Okay, yeah. so that was one of my big. That was one of my questions for you, and you answered it already because I was so curious. Like, you know, do you find that people have like a lot of questions about the honey water in terms of like, oh, but it's sugar. Like, and I know yes. you answered it because you said, yes. well, it's not storing it as fat; it's storing it as energy, but that I actually had the same thought and I was like, wait a minute, there's like a lot of sugar in this. Like, I mean, how good can this be for you? I mean, is there a lot of push back with that? So interestingly, well, I don't know if I would frame it as pushback, but what we frame it as is an opportunity to educate. So we, when we first started down our path, when Carla and I first started down this path, we um, reached out to a gentleman by the name of Dr. Ron Fessenden. He's actually a medical doctor based in Colorado Springs who wrote the series of books called The Honey Revolution. And Dr. Fessenden really was the one that educated us on honey being the quote-unquote unsugar, that it does the opposite to our bodies as refined sugar. So we really have educated ourselves in a way that we feel, we, we feel responsible and are compelled to help educate the consumers, right? Because you know, sugar isn't just sugar, you know, there are all these different kinds of sugars. So yes, in, in, from your perspective of the consumer wants to understand the sugar content and they give us this beautiful opportunity at every tasting we do and we sample about a thousand people a week, that they give us this opportunity to educate on the beauty and the value of honey sugars versus other sugars. Okay, that's really interesting because I, 
I, ha- I mean, I f- fully admit, I thought the same thing. I was just like, hmm, like I don't, and I don't know. And you right, that that's that educational aspect is, I had no idea. I'm like, well, it's sugar. Like, isn't that the same? But I get it. It's the unsugar. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly it. The unsugar. So what would you say is like, I love, I love looking behind the scenes of things. I love like the business side of things. I find it really interesting just like doing my own like entrepreneurial endeavor here now is, you know, what do you think has been like the biggest, biggest challenge and biggest surprise to you in building this wellness brand? Um, so I think that, um, our biggest surprise, although not really, is that the beauty of it is the surprise of watching everyone take their first step. And, you know, without fail, we see this amazing response. Um, and it's a surprise every time, even after 15 months. They literally look down at the glass and they look up at you and go, wow. And that's the beauty of the surprise of the brand, right? Mm-hmm. The, so the acceptance by the consumer has been overwhelmingly positive. Um, the, you know, the challenges with any starting any new entrepreneurial enterprise, you know, uh, those those things that you're not prepared for, you know, whether it's a production run, whether it's, you know, a great example would be something as simple as we re- had the ginger zest needs fresh cold pressed ginger juice and we sourced it uh, for our initial run out of New Jersey. So it would be overnighted and it would be fresh. It arrived and we couldn't use it. Um, and so literally in, you know, a 24 hour period, we sourced 550 pounds of organic ginger root. I went down to the strip district, bought a tabletop juicer and Carla and I literally juiced 550 pounds of organic ginger root. So we have this beautiful juice to put in our, our ginger zest. So little, little, little hurdles like that, right. Um, are, uh, you know, just part of the journey is the way we look at it. You know, uh, you know, we're both really pretty positive people. So we, we look at, you know, the opportunity to, uh, to overcome those hurdles as exactly that. They're, op- they're, they're yield signs, not stop signs. Um, wow. I should say. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, I love that. Yield signs, not stop signs. That's great. Yeah. That's a great little tagline right there. <laughs> <laughs> We all could use that one. And I can't believe yes. you went and did that with all how all that ginger. Oh my god. Oh, yes. It was it was you know, one of those memories of building a brand that we'll never forget. Yeah, like you are in it. You are so in it. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. You're committed. You yeah. have to be. You yes. have to be. Yeah. I think that's so true of anything when you're building a, a company, a brand, like you better be in it. Your, you know, heart and soul is, is right there. Like, you're squeezing the ginger. Like, yes, that's fantastic. Yes. Did you smell like ginger for, like, oh, <laughs> for yeah. forever? Yes. We were, we were green. We were smelling it. We were, uh, you know, tasting it in the air. It was pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. That's a great story. Well, so far, I'm super impressed with your stories. They're, they're, they're pretty interesting. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you know, that's the beauty of life. It just sort of unfolds in front of you, right? Absolutely. I love it. This is why I love to know behind the scenes. This is great. Okay, so I want to transition a little bit. And we know the backstory. We know the Bloom Mm -hmm. Honey Water. I want to ask you, you know, if I pose the question of what does self-care mean to you, what comes up? 
It's a great question. So, you know, it's interesting. I think that as, um, you know, as my life, uh, you know, it, it's evolved. I think self-care over the decades has evolved for me, right? Um, and I think at this point in time in my, in my world, I'm at the best place in what self-care really means. And I think, you know, years ago it was, you know, uh, less calories, burn whatever you eat, and, and, you know, really wasn't about fueling your body to perform at its utmost, right? Mm -hmm. I think now I think of self-care as, you know, uh, and I'm one of those people that you, I can easily and always be quoted as saying sleep it, sleep is overrated. However, I really have made a really focused effort on that being a part of my self-care now is trying to get more sleep because I do see the importance of it. And the other interesting thing is for me, self-care is also around stress management. You know, how what can I do physically that makes me, you know, feel better about everything, not just about myself, but about the world. And my self-care regimen is really getting on my bike. I'm a road cyclist. Mm. Um, so, you know, and it's sort of funny because it also ties back to bloom because I'm also a horrible hydrator when it comes to water. I hate flat water. Um, I'm a great sparkling water drinker uh, from a mineral water perspective, but I was, you know, I could ride 50 miles on my bike and never take a sip of water, right? That's not good practicing self-care, right? Mm -hmm. I'm totally dehydrated. I'm wondering why I, my, I'm feeling like I can't drive another inch on my bike. And, you know, well, Bloom, Bloom fixed that, right? So I can now put vanilla citrus in my front bottle and, and um, ginger zest in my back bottle. But, but really, I think self-care for me, um, as it's evolved around the years, is really just how do I, A, um, fuel my body to be able to do the things I want to do in life, whether it's doing something with my kids, whether it's getting on my bike, whether it's just having a really productive day in the office because I've had great amounts of sleep, I've eaten all the right things, and I'm managing my stress. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those those would be the you know the three 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 areas of self care that I focus on. Absolutely, and I think it, you're right. It is probably really interesting for you to see this evolution, even amongst society of where we were when you probably started in the beverage industry to uh -huh. like how much we've evolved and like there's such a buzz now around fueling your body and self-care but like not fueling your body in a way with like necessarily like Gatorade right I'm not like yes. hating on Gatorade I personally do not drink it but there, there's a major difference between what you're doing and what you know that that was or is absolutely and you know it's interesting that you bring up Gatorade because the uh, coach at the school who was using the water and the honey really his thing was you know what I know that this is not you know to get every every athlete right in high school and college is using Gatorade but you know even the dentist will tell you for your little kids it, it ruins their teeth so um it's really that choice about putting pure things in your body. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's one of the interesting things about 
bloom as, you know, there's nothing in there other than water, honey, fruits, and spices. And we don't even use citric acid or ascorbic acid as a stabilizer because we use organic lemon juice. Mm -hmm. Um, We wanted totally clean labels. We didn't want the word acid anywhere on our bottle. Um, So, you know, it's so people know when they're putting, when they're taking those beautiful sips of these gorgeous waters that they have nothing to worry about what they're putting in their bodies and it's good for them. Right. Or in their kids' bodies. You got it. Yep. I love it. It's, it's, it is, and it's a beautiful bottle. It is. It's like the label's beautiful. It's, 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 it's wonderful. You did a wonderful job, Michelle. Well, that's all Carla. She is the visual brander. Yes, Carla is absolutely amazing in curating beautiful design, the visual branding. Anyone that goes onto our Instagram uh, will see the beautiful curation of the visuals of not only the bees and the importance of the bees and making our honey and the pollinators, but, you know, just the, the branding in general. She's just, she's the master um, of our visual. There's no question. Yes, they are beautiful and the water is also equally beautifully delicious. Thank you. Let's transition into some rapid fire questions. You game? I'm game, absolutely. Okay. So, first thing that comes to your mind, <clears throat> if you had to describe self-care in one word or feeling, it would be natural. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of self-care, I could be better at? Uh, Dedicating more time to such. Mm, Probably most of us. That's true. (laughs) My favorite form of self-care movement or exercise is? Definitely cycling. Right. Yeah. I thought you'd say that. Yeah. Although I'd have to say, too, I love cooking. Um, so cooking wonderful, great, natural, natural mm-hmm. meals to four groups of people. Yeah. Those two things. Yeah. My boyfriend's training right now for a, um, the half Ironman, the triathlon. Oh. So he's biking like a ton. Yeah. Yeah. We're, That's awesome. it's coming Good up. To him. Thank you. Yeah. It's coming up literally at the end of October. So he's going to rock it. <laughs> well, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I told him, I was, he actually, he was like, I really should pick up some Bloom Honey Water for my race. I'm like, yeah, you should. <laughs> yes, he should. Yeah. Yes, he should. Okay, um, let's see here. I love this question. If I never had to do this again, it would be? Oh, goodness. That's a good one. If I never had to do this again, it would be laundry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> such drudgery. Oh. Yes, yes, yeah. I have, I hate to say that, but that's that's one. I'm an, I will, will iron all day, but I literally cannot stand doing laundry. Yeah, uh, I just hate folding it and putting yeah. it away. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, milk chocolate or dark chocolate or not a chocolate person? Absolutely dark chocolate. Me too, me too. Almost everyone on the podcast is a dark chocolate person. Yeah, there's nothing asked. better than a and. You know, a little dark chocolate and a little red wine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, do you have an affirmation that you live by? Mm, an affirmation I live by. I don't know if I could, you know, I guess it, it wouldn't be, um, you know, a sentence or anything, but I think it would really be, be kind. 
You know, that's, I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge person in regards to, um, the, I'm fearful of the interpersonal skills that we're, we're losing. And so I really, really love to engage in a kind way with, with people that would be, mm-hmm. you know, strangers, you know, new friends, new, new introductions, current friends, you know, those kinds of things. I think we just all need to be more interpersonal, less phone, less text, and engage eye to eye in kindness. For sure. I mean, that right there, just be kind. Yeah. Simple, easy, be kind. Yeah. We could all do that a lot more. Okay, we've come to the point in the podcast where I want you to be able to tell listeners where can they find some Bloom Honey Water, both in stores and on social media? Okay, so you can find us um, at bloomhoneywater.com is our website. Um, our Instagram is Bloom Honeywater. You can find, you can, if you just go in, you'll find us under B-L-U-M-E, Insta, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, as far as where you can find us to purchase, we get Whole Foods, Crazy Mocha. Um, we just rolled into 200 Giant Eagles and Market Districts between um, Eastern Ohio and Western Pennsylvania. We uh, Coffee Tree Roasters, McGinnis Sisters, Shadyside Market, Market Street Grocery, 52nd Street Grocery. We're really pretty available in the um, Pittsburgh Market. Um, we've had such great support from the retailers here. We're really thrilled. And and if you walk in someplace and they don't have us, ask for us. And uh, maybe that will be the, the spur for them to get to bring us in. Right. Absolutely. And for those of the, us that are not from this area, are you in other states? Yes. Yeah, so great question. So we are in Maryland, D.C. and Virginia in the Whole Foods there, Mom's Organics um, and various coffee shops. And then in Colorado, we are in a lot of coffee shops. We're working on Whole Foods. We're not quite there yet, so ask if you go in. And uh, Lucky's and Alfalfa's in Boulder and Denver. And we're working on building our distribution there. And the beginning of the year, we're going to accelerate our growth. So you'll start to see us hopefully in California, New York, um, and many other parts of the country. Absolutely. That's And so basically, if it's not somewhere you live, maybe ask for it. <laughs> ask for it. And you can always go to our website and purchase us there, too. We have a shop button there. Yes. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Michelle, for doing this. I really appreciate it. Oh, Alyssa, it was my pleasure. And thank you for asking us to participate. And um, a big thank you to your, your worldwide audience. We really appreciate you spending the time with Bloom. Absolutely. Okay, guys, that is a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Self-Care Spotlight brought to you by The Journal Deck, which you can shop at thejournaldeck.com forward slash shop. And if this podcast moved you in some way, I kindly ask you to share it or review it so that we can continue our mission of spreading self-care and truth. Your love and attention means the world to me. Until next time, I am Melissa Cousins signing off for The Journal Deck. Music by Lee Rosevere.